Broadcasting live from sunny South Florida and the best way to start your Saturday, this is KMA Talk Radio, life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. Your KMA crew, the Italian scallion, Paul DeGracco, the man with the scoop, William Cooper, Alex the Goat Tavella, and always telling it like it is, Honest Abe DeBatna. I like to smoke them like the Winston Churchill. Welcome to KMA Talk Radio. We are broadcasting live from sunny South Florida, episode number 514. And as always, we are here with the gang, the KMA crew, the man they call the GOAT, Alex Tavella, the man who brings you the scoop and the news every week, our guy, William Cooper, and the Italian scallion himself, Paul DeGracco. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I'll start off there? and own my mistake. That was me. I I double clicked it. <laughs> it opened them and closed them, and then opened them and closed them. I'm like, oh, uh, you get a small pass because you. I know you were you had some audio issues like thirty <laughs> seconds before the before the show started. So we'll we'll, we'll grant you a pass yeah, on yeah. that one. There's like a there's like a bug in Streamyard where your audio will just stop. I, I noticed it last week too, and then if I, I happen to me, yeah. fresh, yeah. 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 I'll uh, yeah, I'll submit know. a ticket. Everybody. Yeah, submit a ticket. Everybody seems very shocked that Paul DeGracco is here this morning. So, Why? Know. I've been here quite a bit. Know. I mean, not, none Gosh. of us will be here next Paul, week. Wait a minute. Well, I'll be here, but I won't be yeah, here. Yeah, Alex will be here alone. Yeah, it would be a, a two-hour solo show if we did a show. way different but, show. But wait a minute, Paul. Your streak is two right now, just so you know. Yeah, your streak is two. Oh, because I went to Disney. Yeah, your, and, your, and your streak and is two. And STG is keeping up with you, just, just so you know. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, as we pass the time this morning, let's find out what's everybody smoking this morning. If you're listening, post in our chat here. Let's see what everybody's lighting up for this episode of KMA Talk Radio. Are you uh, are you lighting up, Ape? Are you lighting up what I gave you? Yeah. yeah Alex had it ready with my sheet notes. I'm going to light up the uh, Y Panda there. Did you smoke this at PCA? Yes, that's why I kind of bought it in. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I really like the cigar. Coop, have you smoked this? I thought it was good. Yeah, that's uh, from Luciano. That was a good yes, cigar. Yes, yes. Yep. What are you smoking this I'll, morning, Coop? Uh, um, I'm telling you, the, I, this cigar's been smoking great. It's the Casa Magna Colorado Robusto. These are smoking. Oh, they still make those? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. We, you know, look. It, this no, is the highest ahead, scoring cigar coupe in the last five years. It's been Listen, that good. Casada's problem has never been the quality of their cigars. Nope. No. Nope. Oh, agree. It's I'm funny you say that because I'm always I'm I always say that when I try a Casada, I'm like, man, this is good. Why haven't I no, smoked they, this they, before? They, they, I'm getting ready they, to they, use my Saka Guitia de Saka uh, cover uh, on the on the plus side on the plus. plus. Side. The yeah, man, Casada, Casada is just you know they're like the I don't know it's like they fly under the radar. They have nothing. Nobody's nothing's out there. It's not their cigars, that's for sure. 
I, I, I strongly believe that the loss of Terrence Riley was a big face to try to replace, and I'm not sure mm -hmm. they would quite he, he successfully big, achieve that. Absolutely. And he was a big part of them getting hot when they got hot about 10 yeah. years ago. Maybe Terrence played a well, key role with that. Yeah, Terrence was responsible, right, for that whole series. Like, I forget what they were, Domus Magnus and... Casa Magna. Uh, Casa no, Magna and, 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 and then... Um, that... uh, but there was that whole line, uh, you know, Caligula Roman and yeah. Yeah, Roman Emperor line, and listen, did really well. Octoberfest was his baby too. Yeah, it was, it was under Terrence that the name change occurred. It wasn't. It yeah. wasn't Kate's out of cigars. Terrence made it. Kate's out of cigars. Just like what was it before? It was um, what was it? Matassa. Nah, Matassa was the factory. It was um, fuck. Oh man, now it's gonna fucking kill That's me. That's good man. trivia. I didn't know it was, that. It was on the tip of my. T it's a. It was a weird name. It was like a. Hmm. Oh man, now I gotta reach out to somebody. Anybody? 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 Let's see if we can. No, it, it was so obscure. Where's, I hate to say his name, but where's where's Alan Rubin when you need him? This is this. Yeah, is seriously, he's hundred percent. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. It's gonna drive me nuts now. I won't be able to concentrate. Oh, uh, please don't, please don't, Alex. <laughs> be yeah, you just, you just, you just, you just said uh, Candyman too many times. Oh, Beetlejuice will appear. Well, while he's thinking about it, I last night, so a a socialite heard the show a couple weeks ago, and I think I mentioned it. Gary Brooks. Uh, sent me a five pack of brulee blues because I bought regular brulees and I meant to buy brulee blues, which I love the regular brulees too. So last night with a couple of buddies in the in the neighborhood, we all got together, sat basically on the edge of our driveways and uh, and smoked a couple cigars. I smoked a brulee blue and on on the goat's recommendation again, I bought more tricky chakas and I smoked a tricky chaka last night. I'll tell you what, man. It's it's a the thing I didn't like about it in the beginning is what I like about it now. Like it was just it's just a good late yeah, night yeah. cigar. I, I just really enjoy I really enjoyed it last yeah, night. So yeah. we we had driveway cigars last night. I like those petite, those 448s. That's the one I like. I don't yeah, know what I got. It's nice. It's a good quick size. But you got to be careful. You got to be careful what you say around Gary Brooks because he did it to me and Abe too. We went, we mentioned in for thirty seconds that we hadn't gotten any of the Tatuaje. Wasn't that Gary that sent them to us? The Drax. Yeah. And you know Gary will fire off a mail call. Dude, real what quick. a what a guy, man! I I sent him a, a message. Guy. I'm like, dude, that's so nice. But you don't have. If I'm the last person you have to do anything like that for. It was really nice of him. I have the five by the five fifty twos, Coop. Okay, you but know, it I like it that. Wasn't a long smoke. Guys a lot, it was yeah. nice. Still a good size of five fifty two. Yeah, I'm not even on the show right now. I'm so disappointed. You know, <laughs> it, it wasn't. I'm gonna it look was, it up. It wasn't Fonseca, Jason. You know what's funny? Southern so, fuck. I still. You know what's sad is I, I literally had a conversation with my wife last week, um, because I'm starting to experience when I'm watching a, a show or a movie or a series that oh I know that person. What, 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 where do I know that series from? Usually, I, I'm, I've been always good at saying, "Oh, that was from this guy." So, and I've had to Google it a lot lately to find out what. Right, and I'm starting to tell my wife, "I'm wondering if my memory is starting to slip." You know, and I get in moments like this where SAG. Thank you, Terry. Well, SAG was the distribution company, though. Yeah, it says on Wikipedia, not the company. It was the 
SAG was SAG was their company that sold the cigars here in the states. Right, right. Yes, yes, yes. yes. But then what was Matassa? Because I see Matassa factory. Matassa was a factory. You know, SAG. Thank you, Terrence. What was the SAG acronym for? What was the SAG acronym for? It was a weird Latin thing. Latin. Thank you, Terrence, because that was going to drive me fucking nuts. I knew it was an S. I was saying Southern something. Sag I couldn't Sag. fucking remember. What did SAG stand for, Terrence? Don't get it. Screen Actors Guild. Yes, no. yeah, so that's, that's what it sounds like. Agro <laughs> something, something. I fucking. I got some points. Uh, his sober oh, basic, Antero Gonzalez. De Antero Gonzalez. There you go. All right. Oh, so, so yeah, that that became Casada under Terrence. Yep. All right. Now Good I can go on. Terrence. Now I can I go on. Like I get obsessed, man. If not for Terrence, you would have remembered it at like three o'clock after the show. It would have randomly and you, and you would have been, you. yeah, it would have ruined your whole yeah. day until yeah. the whole day. Yeah, exactly. Again, thank you for always knowing how to make someone feel better. Appreciate it. Yes. <laughs> Always, Kent always goes that extra mile. <laughs> Welcome oh, back, Abe. Yeah, I, I tell you, man, I was going to be in lock mode, man. I would have been like, thank you. I actually texted Terrence. Thank you, Terrence. Oh, man. That's fine. All right. Terrence did a that being said, I guess we got Wait, wait what's Alex smoking? Same thing. Yeah, Alex, right. Alex pulled my cigar. He had oh, it ready okay. on, on, on the outline this morning for me. Do you guys, let me ask you a question. Because obviously, you know, you, you you try different things all the time and you get samples or whatever. Like, do you guys try the same cigar all the time? Like, if if Abe's like, man, I want to try this. Do you guys, like, try it and see what each other thinks or not really? What do you mean? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Do you ever, like, say, like, hey, let's try this now, even though you're not, like, together it, at, the, at that moment? It really doesn't work that way. No. No, because I mean, I, it maybe it only works that way during micro blends where we'll all oh, yeah, that, that's a, that's that's, input, But that's different. Right. Yeah, but it doesn't matter what I think. It it, it just can't be a garbage. Yeah. It can't be a garbage cigar. So yeah. when we're looking to bring a cigar in, is it a good quality cigar? Is it made by a reputable company? These people know what they're doing. Do they have a marketing plan? Is it going to be a sellable cigar? Because I can't go by just what I like because yeah, that's not how it works. You know, I mean, if it's quality and the cigar is good, there are people out there that'll like it, and you know, you just see how deep that pop populace goes i just i just meant for personal preference like i you've mentioned that many times and i get it like even if you love something you think it's the greatest cigar in the world it doesn't mean it's gonna sell oh but it happens it happens a lot a lot yeah that's that's disappointing though when you find something that you really like and then it doesn't take off and you can't get Listen, it anymore there's so much out there even with 30 years in the industry there's not a day that goes by on facebook that i see somebody posting a cigar i never heard of you know, it's, it's insane. It's there, there's so Facebook much cigars. out there. Was that Facebook cigars? I mean, you kind of created that name, I remember. And it's well, it's no, that's a whole different. That's a whole different anomaly. Facebook cigars are cigars that manufacturers don't really put out or scarcely put out, and you only see them on Facebook because I seldom ever see them on a store got, shop. Got it. Yeah. Yep. Got that. Yeah. Yeah. But no, there but, are guys who find regular brands. I hear them posted and. You know, for a guy like me, if I start seeing that a lot of a brand I never heard of, I mean, there's been times I texted Alex about a brand we don't carry, or I, I've been seeing a lot of it, and then we'll bounce it around. We may watch it for a month or two, and then it fizzles out, and we never 
you know, pursue reaching out to them. But yeah, when you when you're buying cigars as a business, it's completely different than when you're buying cigars as a consumer. Right, right. right. But I think yeah. I think uh, like you know, Black Label was one of those cigars for us. You know, we didn't carry, we didn't know, and then we just kept seeing it, seeing it, seeing it. So and actually, it was like, one of the companies we meant to reach out to um not this past trade show but the one before and we just ran out of time right really right. ran out of time couldn't get out, get to their booth and um you know it just you know but it was on our radar for a while before we bought it in you know in you know if, you, if you're running a mom and pop shop you know like i had for many years of one or two stores you know where it's very easy to bring something in because there's not a lot of work involved right when you get to the level we're at there's a lot of work involved in bringing in a brand, you know, whether it be photography, marketing, copywriting it, getting it to the various stores, training 38 people about it. And hopefully, you know, they retain some of the knowledge to pass on to the consumers entering into the databases of two different systems for online for the stores. So it, it's, it's a commitment. And then we just don't bring it in. So we kind of like to have some kind of a marketing strategy so that a new line has a possibility of a life. So it's right. a big investment, you know, we know of time, resources, energy, and, you know, it's not something we just do lightly, like on a whim, you know, otherwise, if we did that, we'd run out of room in, in, in a week. Right. And I have a lot of, and have a lot of stuff that won't sell. Yeah. I still find 80% of the traffic on Cigar Coop comes from like 20% of the companies. And that's the same really way a humidor sells though, Coop. Yeah, yeah. It what I and I had to learn that the hard way because I was when I started out going after these diamonds in the rough, these cool limited stuff, and I didn't see the traffic grow the way I wanted it to grow. When I started really going into these tried and true brands and, and reviewing that stuff, that's when I saw my site grow. And people go back to those reviews six, seven years later, where like a limited edition that comes and goes, they're not gonna go back and read that review. You know, I don't, I don't like giving Abe credit at all, but that's that's one of the things I learned from him. He always said, you know, twenty percent of your humidor will do eighty percent of your business. Yeah. Sadly enough. Yeah. Look, I just was. Oh, I was talking to somebody this weekend about opening up a shop, mm. and um, he was here visiting, and he telling me he wanted to open up a shop somewhere and whatnot. It's it's always the number one mistake made because you know he's like oh yeah i'm thinking about it i'd like to open it like you know almost the size and he's looking at it, he's like you know um you think this number would be enough i'm like not even to fill your humidor <laughs> no, that was my <laughs> little response you, know, you no, won't even fill it. your humidor with that number i mean yeah. it's just so skewed then i get it because unfortunately even though you do make probably 70 to 80 percent of your business on 20 percent, 25 percent what's in your humidor you can't ignore the other 70 percent yeah, no, you know, and it's, it's got to be filled. It's, yeah. it's got to, you right. know, you can't, you, can't right. you know, you can't have a big humidor with empty spots that never right. fares well, even just for aesthetics. People looking at you thinking, you know, you're closing down if you got a half empty humidor. Retail's tough, man. Oh, 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 man, is it? You know, there's so many other way, other easier ways to make a living than retail, but it's fulfilling, I'm sure. Oh, of course. I mean, anything you do hopefully is fulfilling. I mean, that's the ultimate goal of why I think most people work, but it's a different breed of psychology retail. And that's another thing. You know, you have to be prepared for that. A lot of people aren't. They think, I mean, listen, unless you want to run a hobby, there's two things. You want to run a business or you want to run a hobby. 
there are people who get in this business who just want to have a hobby. It's sure right? have a hangout for themselves. Right, you know, it's yeah. great. The retired uh, guy who opens a yeah. shop wants to hang yeah. out, make a little money, or I've not. I've seen it. You know, yeah, I've seen yeah. it. Yeah, you know, that's that's a whole different type of guy, which is fine. You know, if you're at that point in life, sure. Um, to make a viable, growing business out of that yeah. doesn't necessarily work. But uh, yeah, if you're a guy that's got some money and made your money in life and wants to have a hangout store, cool, more power to you. That's a whole, yeah, that's a whole other monstrosity. We had some cool guests at West Palm last night, Abe, eh? right? Yeah, we had uh, well, we had our first event with Howard G. Cigars. I mean, another one, another one, another one put on our radar, shit, two years ago, maybe. You know, Vinny was very interested in that brand. And that's right, that's right. Talked to him last year and then... Um, Talked to him again this year, and uh, they were in our West Palm Beach location. He, he bought Leon Searcy and Ike Taylor, who Great guys. two. Yeah, yeah, really nice. Uh, both were really, really good. Yeah. And we had a huge crowd, and 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 I tell you, man, I watched Howard for a couple hours there. He did not stop moving. He interacted with every consumer, yep. talked to every consumer, and um, you know, spent a couple hours here in my office talking too. And um, you know, it's, it's a brand that I think good product. Great stars. Yeah. I mean, one that actually fit my favorite profile. I like, and um, you know, I think he'll do well. He's got some growing pains, as a lot of these guys do when they start out. But yeah. you know, when we bring in a brand, we just don't want. I just don't want to throw them in the water and hope they swim. Right. We, we're going to put that kind of time and effort. We want to try to make them successful and do well. And um, you know, I, I think he's got a shot. So I think so. Yeah. Bear Bear put him on our radar a couple years ago. Bear found him at the trade show in 2021. So, uh, and again, it was kind of the same thing. We uh, we connected with those. Howard actually was a really good guest too. Um, very very, I can see he's very personable. He is. He yeah. really is. Yeah. So that was a fun time last night. Usual insanity crowd. You know, there's first a new Friday, phenomenon. First Friday. There's a new phenomenon going on there. I don't know if it was the same when you were there. But you know, like at one a.m., it's a ghost town. Give is or take. What, is that what it was? Yeah. Give, give or take. Give or I take. Mean, you can't breathe in that place once it hits ten, ten thirty. Yeah, I mean, there yeah. you can't, you can't walk, you can't stand. That store is a hot spot, man. Without touching somebody's night. shoulder, that's how insane it is. And then, like around one o'clock, does does DJ Mo stop at one? I was curious when I saw that. No, he's he plays till two. He plays till two. But um, yeah, normally by one one thirty it starts clearing. You know, you have your stragglers, but yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, I, well, I see. I think a lot of people, you know, especially because it's West Palm. By that time, you know, a lot of them are going to their next place. There's a lot of these five, the five, five a.m. Yeah, there's five. So oh, they leave, yeah. get yeah. there before they want to get to the next place before the two a.m. crowd gets and get get situated, and these people stay out till five a.m. Yeah. But yeah, that's why. That's why. I mean, and that's where the was the food truck lady there. She couldn't make it, but Owen uh, on his own found some other substitute. Okay, I didn't, okay. I didn't get any of the okay. food, but they set up Good. a little table right outside the patio. And but people, normally people, people were eating. Normally, that's where the food truck kills it at twelve thirty, one o'clock, one thirty when when everybody's going home, and you know it's either McDonald's or the food truck to get some food in you before you go home, and they and and the food truck kills it. Oh, food trucks a much better option. Yeah, that's cool. Right. Right. Speaking of food, you guys were telling us about that documentary you guys watched. Well, yeah, Coop oh, yeah. had a little case of uh, food poisoning last week. Coop right? got yeah, the food my... poison. So me and my son got it. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm saying, it like, got it. I'm saying it like it's a happy event. <laughs> uh, it's not a happy how, event. Coop, how old were the leftovers that you guys ate that you got sick from? Not old at all. Oh, I didn't no. hear this part. You got you got food poisoning from your own food. Uh, it no, it was a takeout place we had. It was from a takeout place. And you ate it how many days later? Like uh, the next day. Mm. Wow. Well, the next and, day is. Yeah, it was the next day. Um, the next day. The next day is perfect. Should be perfectly well, fine. Me, but, yeah. But, so yeah, they got and, it from and, the jump, from the original. Just eating yeah. the food. Yeah. Yeah, my son and I had ordered some takeout, uh, and we just had some leftovers. And we, on Monday night, um, we just had some, and we both, like a half hour later, it was. What brutal. kind? What kind of food? Curious. It was a salad. It was a salad. That's leafy number greens, one. man. Leafy Ooh. greens. We'll get what I will say, time. I'm not gonna say the place. It's not a place. No, no, no. But they were very understand. I mean, they they could have been more comedy and nice and uh, a poly- We got. Phone calls from the owner and everything. Hold on, hold on, reverse this a little bit. I want to, I want to clarify this. Yeah, you called them about the food poisoning. We did because we just wanted them to know, and like I said, we just said, hey, in case any, we're not blaming you. We just said, in case you know anyone else, we don't want anyone else getting sick, basically. And they this were very understanding about. Does yeah. anybody remember the Jerky Boys clip where the guy called the pizza shop, yeah. said he got all sick? <laughs> yeah. My, wi- my uh, wife is yeah. throwing up. My kid is sick. My wife is like, No, we're not looking for a free. We're not looking for a refund. We're talking anything. about we're coupon. Like, yeah, we, just makes want, you sick. we don't want anyone getting sick. Yeah, we just don't want anyone getting sick, was all. So, so it, was yeah. the, it was out of your care of other humanity that you called to I, honestly yeah that's all it was um that's all it was and did they, you know, did they offer you anything they did they did it did, did they you did. take it yes we did yes okay <laughs> we did we did i mean they were very insistent on i mean we we go in there a lot anyway they know we're gonna, they're gonna give us like a gift okay so here's 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 a real question i ain't going back hold on so there was a place I would, they, 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 yeah there was a place called Hammerheads. Hammerheads? Yeah, when I first moved to Jupiter. So this is going back like 30 years. And it, I was 26. And they had this like all-you-can-eat stone crab night. And one of my customers decided to say, hey, let's go there for dinner. And it was my first yep. introduction to stone crab. Never had stone crab before. But yeah, everybody's talking about stone crab. Oh, you got to have it. It's in season. Oh, yeah, I went and tried it. Afterwards... Me and the guy came back to my my place to, to light up a cigar and you know just hang out and bullshit. And while I was in the middle of talking to them, I went to the bathroom, ran, and had like the most violent throwing up session I could remember. <laughs> Not only I don't care if they offered me free dinner for a year, for the rest of my life. Not only could I not even drive by that restaurant, yeah, or go back. Hold on, I didn't touch stone crabs for about another twelve to fifteen years later. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that was my first. I refused what, to try you... it. I was actually in Key West where we were with other people, and they'd order some, and I tried. I'm like, oh, this is fucking good, yeah. you know? But but it took me I like that one more. So, so now that you've been food poisoned, you're going to go back to this restaurant. I've been going to 15 years, the same owners. Oh, I mean, okay. it's, so, yeah, it's, so, I've been going so there for a long things time. Things don't change yeah. ever. They can't hire a new cook who doesn't make sure the food's sad. Abe, if it happens again, it happens again. I mean, it's, it, and then it's, then it's going to be a different story. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. I, mean, I, I am, we are different creatures, Coop. 
We yeah. are different creatures. There, there's a there's a place in West Palm that I got I got violently ill from one time, and I'm in the same boat as Abe still. I I have eaten the food since, but not from there. I will. I never step foot in that place again. It's probably eight I don't years think I'll ago. Be ordering the, I don't think I'll be ordering the Ruffage again, though. <laughs> that I can tell you that. No, that uh, that happened to me with Chipotle, which I was never a big fan of anyway. But right. Uh, yeah. Chip- Marissa loves Chipotle, but uh, yeah. they had like a outbreak one time, just like yeah. seven years ago. But I got sick one time, and I just I I don't think head. I would get sick. It's in my head. I can't mentally get over the barrier. You know, I am as much as Abe kind of busts on me and makes fun of me. I don't even go to buffets anymore since I had my battle with sepsis. I mean, I won't even go to a buffet anymore. So I am pretty careful with stuff like that. I kind of never enjoyed buffets gross me out listen ever since i started paying my own tabs going to restaurants you know when we were kids and we traveled you know obviously my dad did the buffet thing because probably easily priced and shit but as soon as i got older part of the beauty for me of going out is sitting down and having people bring me my shit yeah i've never ever been to any buffet other other than some very very nice brunch brunch buffets there. right so that's what i was gonna yeah. say there's so this like, there's this breakfast the buffet, economy buffet shit fuck that yep. there used to be a place over on palm beach lake boulevard forever sushi buffet or something who the fuck would go to a sushi buffet oh my god i've been there I've oh been there. gosh no it's so i used to go i wouldn't go to those anymore Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, we like we we go like you know the the buffet at the at the circle room, the circle room breakfast at at the breakers. That that's different. You know, I'll I'll do that once every couple of years we do that. What about Vegas? And then there's this What about Vegas? Vegas? I don't Vegas do buffets buff- in Vegas. No. Really? I would not even no, that, because there's some really good ones, but in, that's the one I want to be home. served. I'm going yeah. out to dinner. I want to be served. If I'm going to go to a buffet, I might as well stay home and cook myself. Yeah, I, I don't exactly know. Yeah, I, I understand, but let me tell you that that wind brunch buffet is. I said brunch. A good, okay, okay, I didn't hear that. A part. good upscale brunch. Is yeah, yeah, like that. Because let me tell you, the brunch buffet at the wind is top notch. You know, I, you know, I'm not passing up brunch at the breakers. You know, that's you but you're exactly right, Casey. It's 150 dollars yeah. unless you know people. The last time I went, it was 100. <laughs> yeah. But, we but it's worth it. It's we worth stopped. it. Lobster tails. Well, yeah, no, and... We stopped going ha- after we started having kids. <laughs> kids yeah. Like a hundred dollar brunch for a kid. Yeah. Well, yeah, well I'm yeah. telling you now they probably could definitely get their money's worth. Yeah. Like, and there's like, a really honey, nice grown men. There's a, there's a really nice breakfast buffet at, uh, at Disney called Cape May cafe that we do go to once in a while. But so th- again, it's like a really nice. I don't think any of you have been in Florida long enough. Um, and I don't know if anybody in Florida is listening. Tommy Callahan might have been around back in the day when this was still around. But there was a great, great uh, brunch place, which really, there, there really isn't a lot of good brunches in Palm Beach County. Really. I mean, like nice brunches. There was a great brunch place that had a place right off the airport. It was called the Bomb Squad. And they had a big airplane thing in there, and they would do this flambe dessert. And it, me, me and my wife, and it's funny because we just bought it up the other day because um, my parents were in town. And we're thinking what we're gonna do on Sunday. I'm like, man, I missed the bomb squad. The bomb squad in Palm Beach used to be amazing. The bomb before. squad, definitely before my time. Yeah, yeah. going way back before I got married. You've been here longer than I have, right, Alex? 
Uh, how long you been here? I've been here since almost 09. almost ten years. Oh yeah, so I've yeah, been so you've long been here longer. Okay, so speaking of how bad roughage is in the restaurant, here's a question also for everybody listening, right? So when I make salads, I usually like to get the romaine lettuce. I think uh, not salads. No, sorry, not salads. Sandwiches. I like yeah. romaine lettuce. Me, me too. Because it's got a good crisp. And it's I the get, worst. I, I know. It, it, it is. Watch this, docu- watch this documentary. Hold on, hold on. I don't want to watch it, but hang on. So I buy that one that's triple washed, ready to eat. Do you wash that? Fuck yes. Everything. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. My wife, my wife does it all the time, and I always get on her. And that they said the wow. number one, the number one food poisoning cause, the, all of the outbreaks in the last 10 years have been Romaine. caused by by let by leafy greens or lettuce yes. that are pre-packaged and pre-washed. My and it's wife, funny, man. My wife, funny. Like, my wife, like washes the fruit and shit with like soap she, and shit. She wash, doesn't she wash the meat too? Doesn't she wash her chicken? I feel like oh, her yeah, 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 yeah. She does wash her chicken. Yeah, my, my wife's the same way. Like really yeah. anal on that stuff. Making if it says it's clean, she's cleaning it again. Yeah, we do. So, so to continue down this rabbit hole, I'm gonna assume none of you buy the, buy the pre-mixed salad bags. We do, salad. we do here. No, but you don't wash that. Nope. So if you're not washing that, what's the difference? Yeah. Rolling the dice. You're rolling it. You really are. You're rolling the dice. I agree. Listen, this was before the. The, this was before I watched this documentary. I I saw a bag. She bought a bag of it the other day. There's one we really like, and I was like, I'm not eating that anymore. Because and it's shit. like the chopped up already, so it's yes, impossible. It's hard to wash, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, yep. and those shit, those that stuff sells like wildfire. Like you go yep. and they're always like out of half yep. of the shit that's in that section. So are, are you stop? Have you now? Are you going to stop eating that? <sighs> Listen, man, I've had food poisoning. Very few times in my life, maybe three times that I can remember, like really, really, really screwing me up. I think I might. I think I, I might stop eating. I that. bet you. I bet you go back. Maybe because, you because know Stephanie. Stephanie's gonna keep eating them. She doesn't yeah, care, man. That's what I'm she saying. Didn't. You're not gonna watch her make a salad and not eat it. She got. She I got food see, poisoning. I can see you when... in the kitchen looking at her, going. Yeah. <laughs> when when <laughs> we were tough, on, man. When we were on the last cruise we went on, she she got food poisoning so violently that like I was calling downstairs. I'm like, what do we do if she has to be hospitalized? That's how sick she was. And and they're like, we have a protocol, this and that. Like they sent up people, like they have a doctor, all that stuff. But I was I was so I was scared. And she was like out of it. You know, when you get that sick that you're just kind of like not thinking it, straight and like out of I, it. She was out of it, man. When I lost. In... Yeah, it's tough. Right, go ahead, I go lost. Go ahead. I was to say, I, I literally, I lost my balance after heaving. It was bad. Oh, yeah. yeah. She couldn't stand. She wasn't speaking clearly. She couldn't yep. think clearly. Like she was out of it. When we were in the Middle East, and we were going to go to the the Egypt's, uh, we were going to go to Egypt, Cairo, to look at the pyramids. Every single human family or cab driver or airport personnel that knew heard we were going there literally said don't eat anywhere outside of your resort hotel 
uh-huh. and then don't eat anything that's green or fruit or vegetables. Okay. <laughs> Literally, that was, num- that was the number one warning, everybody. If it's not burnt, cooked, fire, don't eat it. Really? Yeah. And did you pay attention to that? Yeah, yeah. We didn't eat too many places outside the restaurant. We did. We stuck to, you know, meat and whatever. And um, we went to a, a super duper famous koshery place. I don't know if anybody's ever had koshery. It's like a traditional oh, yeah. street fair Egyptian food. We went to one of the most amazing places. It was like five floors in Cairo. Oh, wow. Oh, gosh. And it was one of the fucking coolest, <laughs> amazing. And it's a simple vegan dish. It's like pasta, lentils. and But like... There's a process to making it at the table, crispy onions. And like the matron D literally came to our table and made my dish in front of everybody so we could see how it was done. And it was, I long for that. You're not going to find a koshery place in South Florida, but I would love to have some. I, I, I got to have brandy ghoul. My wife's real good about ghouling shit and then just making it for the first time. I'm going to have her see if she can make some koshery one day. Hey, didn't you, didn't she like make like some famous Jordanian dish not so long ago? She, she, listen. really you know it's funny how the smallest things like affect somebody so my mom's my my mom's a pathological like unable to eat shit my mom's never had my yeah like if i go on a trip with my parents and my dad's probably outside watching right now when i go on a trip with my parents i have to plan on finding places to eat where we could all eat something and there'll be something for me to order for my mom she'll have bread she'll have cheese like if you go to any restaurant and they have like jala- fresh jalapenos they could slice up or something hot and some bread and cheese or a flatbread she's good to go but okay she's never had a condiment in her life she won't eat soup um wow oh yeah it's like I, my kids I love, huh? I love soup. <laughs> i love soup. yes yeah, like karma. She, listen yeah. when i was growing up like she would be able to go to a restaurant and eat grecian chicken or a steak as she gotten older, it's gotten deeper, and it's like she will seldom eat even a chicken or, or meat. Well, or she's, restaurant. she's setting she's setting her ways. It's not. It's listen. It's not a big deal. It's just that you have to spend extra thought figuring this out. So when my parents visit, my wife will go to the store, get the cheese she likes, you know, and having a pita bread, you know, cucumbers and jalapenos and all the shit she likes. So when we have dinner, you know, there's always something to serve her. So. Right. There's a very traditional dish in Jordan. It's called mensef. And um, it is like the celebratory dish. So if your family's coming from overseas, like when I go to overseas to Jordan, I know that first night dinner is going to be mensef, right? It's, it's the one where they have the pot and you turn no, it over, that's, that's, right? It's called magluba because they flip it. It's really, it's translated oh, okay. down. But it's served in kind of this same big, huge ass round dish. And it's basically this seasoned yellow rice with lamb that stews in this gravy right lamb that stews in this kind of yellow gravyish kind of they make it's it's it, i think it may be yogurt based you know and um and then what they do is after they have this big rice they set all the lamb they do it and then they pour this gravy on top and then they put roasted pine nuts, roasted almonds on top a little parsley and then when you have big events the women all come through and get plates and it doesn't happen so much nowadays. Like I didn't see it a lot when I went this last time, but I did see it. Men would eat it with their hands. So and stand would, around it, right? They'd stand just, around yeah. it. They'd okay, have a seen this. corner they'd grab. They they would break off a piece of meat and grab some rice and they they do this motion, they ball it up and they just pop it in your mouth. Yes, I've you seen know? this on videos online. And you know, when I was a young kid, whatever my, my uncle would ball one up and hand it to me. You know, I was you yeah. know, obviously washing hands is a big thing before and after this meal, right? So um 
my wife tried it for the first time because that 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 gravy is made of this hard rock. It's called Jameed. I don't mean, it's hard to find, but I guess my dad bought some something from her. So about a month or two ago, she made it for the first time. My kids all went down. It was actually like amazingly delicious. She had never made this dish before because this dish, you can't make like a single serving of it. So right, even right, if you right, go to right. Middle Eastern restaurants, you're never going to find it. You know, right. unless someone, somebody home cooks it for us, we're not going to get it, you know? So my parents came Thursday night. My wife made it. And not only did my dad scarf it down so amazing, my mom ate the dinner. Wow. Like, wow. Yeah, like, like because she loves that dish. And um, my wife made her the whole plate with the cheese and the cucumbers and everything and the jalapenos. And, and she ate the mensef. So, yeah, she's good at Googling stuff and watching stuff. And But she was there and, uh, a year ago, and a lot of my aunts, you know, were talking to her about stuff. But, you know, kosher is not a Jordanian dish. It's an Egyptian dish. So I- I'm going to see if I can get her to make it, and I'll post it. It's awesome. So there's a – I looked it up. There's an Egyptian restaurant that serves it in Coral Springs. If you ever want to go to a restaurant, it's not going to be the same because you just can't make. That's like that's like making one dish of spaghetti on a family. Koshery, koshery is like that too. No, I'm because koshery, koshery is all different components. Okay, so well that's, that's I'm saying there's a restaurant. Stuff. There's a restaurant in Coral Springs that makes that. Makes oh, I gotta go check koshery. it out. I gotta go check it out. Yeah. I guess Cor- Coral Springs is like I guess Middle Eastern Central here in Florida. I guess so. I don't know. It's so weird when we talk about that because I think of South Florida very much, very similar to, you know, where I, where I lived in on Long Island, like there, you could get anything, but there are certain things that you cannot, cannot get here. And it like sometimes depresses me a little bit, like find me a buttered roll anywhere here. Alex in Philly, did they, did you ever do that? Like a, like on Long Island, you're going into the city. You stop at like the food stand and you get a, you get a roll. You ask for a buttered roll. It's a Kaiser roll, usually with poppy seeds on it and butter. And it's got the hard, crispy outside and super fluffy on the inside. Nobody has Kaiser rolls here that are like Kaiser rolls there. And if I go to a bagel shop here and I say, let me have a buttered roll. They look at you like you, like you're saying something weird, you know, like it's strange. It's, it's, I mean, bread as a whole is an issue here. Uh, Bread sucks here. Yeah. Bread, bread. That's the water. Bread is hard to find down here. Absolutely. But I do that, find I do find that Cuban bread sometimes is a good substitution when I'm making sauce. If I go to the Whole Foods here in Wellington and they have the fresh Cuban bread because they have they have like a, a local place that supplies Cuban bread, but they don't have it all the time. I'll buy that, and that's got a crispy enough outside. To, nah, to kind of work. it just that doesn't work for me. I mean, it's somewhat like if I want that kind of, it's got to be hard enough to break your tooth on the outside and soft as butter. I, it's what you're right. You're right. You you can't get good Italian bread outside. Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Peter yeah. Pan. Peter. Sorry, but yeah, no, you can't get good Italian bread outside the Northeast, man. It's 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 a water thing. I mean, I think it's, it I mean, you, just... you know, it's that sandwich bread, that hard, that hard. Like they yes. call it a hard roll in some places. Yes, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. tell you whose bread impresses me a lot. Um, if you go to Whole Foods, not their bread, but Whole Foods has this baker from Miami or down south somewhere called Zach the Baker, and they import like his bread. It's always the first. Oh, one. I've had that. I've had that. Zach the Baker's bread. Is good bread. It is good bread. BNS has a good. They have. I was gonna say. I was. I was actually thinking. BNS is probably the best. BNS has a good sandwich bread in South Florida. Columbino's is decent. Columbino's is decent. Tommy Callahan. Columbino's. 
Yeah, Colin Beal. I mean, right. when I took our team to Ben's Ben's Kosher Deli in Boca, um, they were all buying the rye bread to take back. The rye bread there was incredible. Nothing like I'm a I'm a rye guy. If yeah, they have, have really a, good rye bread. Yeah. If you're gonna have a deli, you better have a good rye. Yeah, absolutely. if you have a Jewish deli, absolutely. You gotta, yeah, you better yeah, have yeah, good rye. Yeah, nice good rye. Next time you're by a Whole Foods, I, I mean, I, it's got to be a Whole Foods in Florida. I don't think this guy's shipping. Right, right. Right to Florida, but next time you ever go to Whole Foods, uh, try try Zach the bake uh, Zach the baker. He's got the the uh, baguette, the long baguette. Yep. It's got all like everything in the seeds on it. Oh man, I could eat the whole damn roll. Really good. I will be down next month. Maybe I'll have to make a stop there. But he makes other sourdough breads and whatever, right. but his breads yeah. are all really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. So does this count as Paul's streak being broke? You know, his two time streak being broken or that he showed up. I mean, in he's, he's, uh, he's had to bounce he, twice already. Yeah. So I, I think, I mean, he showed up. I just, we just missed all the green room action this morning, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, I didn't, I don't know. if he I, was, I got on. That's I, right. I, I, right I, I, he was I logged late. in early. <laughs> Yeah. I logged in early just to see if I could catch the green room because I missed most of well, that last Sean, season. I really want to thank you for your offer to bring us up some pastrami sandwiches next time you're heading this way. It was very oh. kind of you. Thank, yes. thank you, pickle, Sean. Pickle Barrel is very good. Pickle I've never been there. In, in, in Deerfield. There. Yeah. yeah, it's east. It's like east on Hillsboro. We're right around near Hillsboro. Yeah. Pickle Barrel is very good. I thought by now we're like, what, 45 minutes that you guys be talking about your Phillies. Well, we kind of well, were we, 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 that. We were talking about food. Yeah. We were yeah. talking about yeah. food. No, not today, Sean. <laughs> I got my parents and I got to go. Not, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. not today, Sean. Not, not today. today. <laughs> big game tonight. I mean, it's a big, yeah, big game big, tonight, man. Phillies are uh, hard game. It's gonna be a hard game too. You know, once again, these guys had a strange regular season, struggled for a while, but come into the playoffs red hot, spanked spanked the the Florida Marlins first round of the playoffs real quick. Two games. See you later. And uh, now coming back against the Atlanta Braves, who we upset last year. So. Uh, should be an interesting one, man. You know, we got we got a shot to go. They, uh, yeah, I mean, they're playing a really good team, food. though. Not to go back huh? to the food, but is it me or is would you even consider anything a deli that wasn't a Jewish deli? It's Italian. Yeah, uh, there's a, there's Italian delis that. Yeah, that I, I mean, I could VNS is a deli. I would yeah, consider yeah. them kind of a deli. Yeah. You know what's I mean, not a deli? That's kind of funny. Uh, that's kind of funny because I, now you know I, I see it now that you mentioned, but like in my head when I'm thinking deli, I'm always thinking. Uh, a, a, a Jewish deli, you know, they yeah, got in the barrel. They got to have good pastrami, good corned beef. The Italians, I think, more of a sandwich shop. Yeah. Well, but here's the thing. So yes, so to me, I think there's a difference because, and I don't know, you know, bro, but like two J's, two J's is like the McDonald's of Italian deli. I can't stand it, two J's. Yeah, it is. It's it, like it, the McDonald's you know, of Italian deli. It, it's so a deli to me. It's a deli if I can go and buy a sandwich. But I can also go and buy, you know, half like a pound of provolone and half. Yeah, yeah. Then, then, then you're a deli to me. Otherwise, and usually yes, hot, you're a sandwich. And, and Italian delis usually have hot choices too. Yeah. Like, but I'm I, never I gonna go to Italian deli in my life for a pastrami or, or corned beef. No, no, of course no, not. No. Yeah, just like. Yeah. yeah, just like but I'm I not think, gonna go to a Jewish deli for a you know a chicken parm yeah, or yeah, a, you know yeah, yeah, yeah an Italian hoagie, right? Where Coop and I grew up, and probably where Alex grew up, like I there were. There were like kosher delis and Jewish delis around, but not in my neighborhood. My neighborhood was all Italian. So there were probably six delis 
that were all Italian delis. Like that's how that's what I grew up with as the yeah. idea of what a deli is. Well, I mean, there's 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 zero Jewish delis in South Philly. There's one yeah. off of South Street, Fourth Street yeah. deli, but other than that, no, it's all Italian delis. Yeah, yeah, we had to go. We had to go to the North Shore. I mean, we did believe me for a good Jewish deli, but we See, down in West Babylon, there was it was all Italian. You know, my grandparents lived in Brighton Beach, so it wasn't a problem. So, oh yeah. Oh okay. After discussing this, logically, it's totally like, oh yeah, of course there's an Italian deli, but it's only because I stopped to think about it. Otherwise, if you mentioned the word deli, the first thing that would come to my mind is a Jewish deli. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, but there's things you can get in a Jewish deli that you probably don't haven't heard of, like Akasha Kanish. That is what you know. Is that different from just a regular Kanish? Akasha oh, Kanish? Completely different. So oh, okay. I never it heard It doesn't of that. have potato. It has like a grain. It's this grain. Oh. This savory grain that's in it. It's so They're good. Delicious. Yeah, it's like it's almost like a candy version of a. I mean, it's not like sugary, but it's almost like a candy. It's yeah. like a sweeter. Yeah. But a, a knish, that's that's something I haven't had in South Florida. Is a is a good knish. Ben's, de- Ben's Deli is has. I like really Ben's. Good, yeah, Ben's has really Coop, good knish and kasha to have. Coop, did you ever go to you ever go to Katz's Deli in the city? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my God, I dream oh, of yeah. that place legit. Like once every Kevin couple Daniel months. Brings him to Florida a couple times a year. I know. I have seen him do that. I I used to. Love that place. My the owner of one of the agencies I used to work for. We had a client in Manhattan, so and I was a big city. You know, I was in the city five days a week anyway. So he would meet me in the city, and we'd meet one of our clients there. I mean, I'm talking like every two weeks we would go there. Yeah, oh. that yeah, stuff I mean, like that you can't find shawarma. You can't find here. Like, there's no there's no good place for shawarma here. I saw a Brooklyn Water Bagel, which you guys got me hooked on Brooklyn Water Bagel. They have good. Carnegie Deli now. They, and actually, it's really good. So they import stuff from the Carnegie Deli. And, Do they? Okay. That's a good yeah. place, too. Yeah. I'm sure it's not it, – it, well, it, it's good, as well. say. is It's not quite like Katz's, don't get me wrong, but it's still above average, is what I'll say. Their, their, their egg sandwiches lack at – at uh, uh Brooklyn Water Bagel, the way something they the way they the do egg the eggs sucks. I don't like. They just yeah. microwave the. It's a shame because their bagels are good. They yeah. have pork roll or Taylor ham or those of you that call it Taylor ham. Uh, but <laughs> but um, their egg is just like a microwave egg. It's yeah, a shame. The lox says that the lox is good. Excellent. Yeah, they even have the lox and Greenwood. Ca- they have capers and all, the, but they lack yeah, on the egg, they, man. Yeah, I only get I only get that lox sandwich or just regular bagels and cream cheese. That's it. Yeah, yeah, we'll just get like, bagels. There, there's a good place. There's a good place by you, Abe. Uh, I forget the name of it. it. Starts with an S. It's a bagel place, but I I heard I asked the owner about it, and he said him and his brother used to own one on Long Island and one here because there's one on Long Island on the North Shore. And I was like, oh, my God, that's the same place that we go to on 441 here. And, and he he said that him and his brother had a falling out, so they own them separately. But their bagels are good. And if you get an egg sandwich, it's a regular, like, fried egg with bacon. Like, it's normal. It's delicious. So we'll go there once in a while. But it's a drive for us now. It's, it's technically, I think it's Lake Worth. It's a little bit south. You know, I never noticed this before. I don't know if he just changes the avatar because I just posted a comment. Alan, why are you so mad in this picture, man? Yeah, that's every picture. I want I want Alan smile. to keep saying things about the Phillies. Like he bashed yeah, Trey that... Turner. He bashed Trey Turner before game two again to me. And then Trey Turner gets a key run in that game. So Alan may be I the key to walking us right into the World Series. Well, Alan, please say bad things about the Phillies tonight. Yes. 
Look at this guy. He's been in Florida 10 minutes. All you're telling us where to get. Because because he because no, because that's McKeb. where all the drunk people go the next morning. No, that, no that listen, McKeb's McKeb's is solid. McKeb's is super solid. Uh, and they make a good egg sandwich. But that's funny. Sandwich how do you even know about how, how did Keith somebody had to put him on the McKeb's? Because he's young and he's in, he's in the bar he's in the bar scene, I'm sure, at night. And no, he's not. Keith comes goes. here. Go, Keith goes to bed at like 10 a.m. Uh, 10 p.m. He's in the gym at 5 a.m. Yeah, that's true. He Furthest he goes is here. Somebody put him on the McKebs, but McKebs is a gem. Absolutely. There's there's two of them, right? Isn't there one in Boynton? No, there's they're both in West Palm. I'm oh, okay. sure. I've never been to a McKebs. Oh, dude. You what? The, I've never been to a McKebs. Yeah, they're Is pretty the good. bagel place. No, I think I, yeah, I yeah. think I brought you back a McCab. I think you you might have. I didn't know. Yeah, what I got it a was. bunch you of uh, pork, pork roll egg and cheeses from McCabs on a. I'm a yelper. Oh God, they're. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, Yelp is uh, where it's at when, you, I, when you're I, out of town. I, Dave's I, a big time Yelper. No, I used I, to be. I, I probably haven't done a review in probably. Five oh, I have days. a lot of no, reviews, but you man. you you're a looker though. You go to I Yelp when you're say, out. I use it. All the time. Yeah, you're not a Yelp reviewer, but I almost feel guilty because I feel like I'm not contributing to the community anymore. <laughs> I use it like regularly. I'm an avid Yelp user, but um, but yeah, I used to review shit all the time. That was like, I I felt like cigar reviewers when I was doing Yelp. Like I literally reviewed every place I went with like uh, a reviewing mentality. But I stopped doing it years ago. I'm like, oh, I I let I always leave like if you look up my Yelp reviews, they're I mean they're paragraphs long. And some of them are so harsh, man. I look back now and I'm like, man, I feel kind of bad about it. Uh, but, you know, when are a place any, is really bad. I, I are any of you guys people Scrapple like, people? What people? Scrapple? Yeah. I have that, like, to be. The video. The video the, the, no, it's food. You don't know what Scrapple is? No. Scrapple is basically all the shit that's left on the grill. Yeah, it's literally everything that's left <laughs> yeah, on the yeah, pig yeah. is ground up. <laughs> In like a, a patty type, and it's they make a, they make a rectangle. It's called, called breakfast sausage. That's oh, well. worse. It's whatever's it's left after breakfast sausage. Yeah, that's it's not breakfast quite breakfast no, 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 no. It's it's whatever's left after they make breakfast no, yeah. sausage. It's, like, it's worse, it's like, but it's, it's delicious. I like it's it. It's better than spam. I'm a scrapple like guy. Better. Yeah. Hold on. Is Hold this on, something that comes in a can? No, 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 no. They make it at restaurants. I'm gonna get a picture for you. Yeah. It it's, it looks like a piece of charcoal. Of... <laughs> yes, it's like yeah. brown charcoal. You slice it like spam. That's kind of what I was saying. Yes. Usually I'm very yes. usually I'm very food literate. This episode, I think you, I think, like I think illiterate. you've seen. I think you've seen this. Abe, it may be called something else somewhere else. In the Listen, country. I used to when I did the improv show. The producer of that show was he's a big guy. He's you know very very heavy set guy, but yeah. big foodie, like very much knows food yeah. and like. We would we when we would do like some of these shows in like backwoods places in like you know Vermont, he would out, like literally search, ask people, like look for a place. Oh, they got good scrapple around here. Where can we? Oh, and we would, oh, we'd I spend an hour driving love, to get scrapple. I love a good scrapple. Where's that picture? I just it's it's is? it's oily. It's it's yes. almost I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain, yeah, it, but it I is good. Nothing you guys are saying is making me say, "Oh, I gotta try some of this." Oh, it's delicious. I, I'm like, I'm on the fence with it, Abe. It's, it's not like it's okay. They take are all you the, the pieces of the had it, or you're on the fence of trying it. I'm on the. I've had it. It's just, oh. it's not terrible. It's not something. I'm all right, so this is again. a good. This is a good picture. All this is left. This is a, this is a, 
That's a before and after of Scrapple. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. That's <laughs> no, delicious. It's delicious. Bread. <laughs> but it's nice, crunchy on the outside, a little soft on the inside. Like a, oh, it's but it's delicious. all meat, Abe. That's yeah, it's all. It's about. whatever's left. It's literally whatever's left of the pig. It's like a short cigar. There's there's no now, cigar. yeah, it's like yeah, it's like no a way take, I'm eating that. It's they delicious. take everything on the grill. They take everything on the grill too, like all the little pieces of meat that are like burnt on the sides and stuff, and they mush they it into it. That's what all those specks are. There's it's all the little burnt that, pieces. There's certain things, and I, you know, I don't mean to put it down, but just whatever psychologically in my mind have always been like categorized as apocalyptic food. Right, scrapple would definitely fall in that category with spam and Vienna sausages. Like you know, you you'd have to like be in a world apocalyptic setting and come across a can of Vienna sausages. Oh my God! Thank God I found some Vienna sausages. I just and you know I, we grew up in a grocery store. We sold it, man. We sold a lot of that shit, but I just can't eat it. Yeah, I'm with you, Casey. It. Scrapple is misunderstood. It is delicious. <laughs> that's coming. That's coming from the that's most a real foodie guy we know. But no, it, it, Casey eats good, man. Yeah, but the thing about Scrapple is you're going to go somewhere, you're always going to get, I'm always going to get something else off off the menu or off the shelf than, than Scrapple. Is no, not me, man. If I'm at a breakfast joint and you got Scrapple, it's coming to the table. I've they, never I don't seen know of Scrapple any on a menu. There's not a lot of places. It's, it's, it's a very, uh, like, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, thing, yeah. Northeastern type thing. Yeah. Yeah, um, you're only gonna fight. It's only a breakfast food. You know, it's not gonna, you know. But and there's so what only a few. Cigar would you pair Scrapple with? Anything with an RML? <laughs> no, it's got to be the strongest cigar in the world yeah. to have with a some nice flavor. With left. a nice red meat lovers club after. Yeah, that. exactly. Oh gosh. <laughs> right, Seth. With a little uh, Seth is with me all the way. Where do you go? With maple a little maple syrup, syrup on it. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Pennsylvania Dutch. I, I upstate New York that a lot of places have scrapple too and, and northern Connecticut I've seen it. But it's it is a maybe it is a northeast thing, that's why. Nick, I can't tell you growing up how many pounds of hot and, and cheese mild, you sliced. Cheese I, sliced. I, I, like I, I barely like slicing it more than ever trying it. <laughs> it's just weird <laughs> looking <laughs> man. You put one slice of it on every you don't want to overdo it with the head cheese, is what I tell people. Look. I never worked the meat department growing up. I mean, I would help out during Memorial Day and whatever, but that wasn't, you know, my thing. I always had the store. And let me tell you something. You know, I don't know if any, you know, anybody's been in a meat area or whatever, but, you know, raw meat doesn't really have a bad odor or anything. But let me just tell you something. It shouldn't. The, the smell of liver raw alone would <laughs> never make me want to eat liver in my life. It's terrible. Just the, the smell of it, raw. Before you cook it, and God forbid you got some of that blood and stuff on your hands. No, I don't care how Doesn't much go away. you I would smell it for a day, for a day on my hands. When you know, oh, I can't, can't do liver, liver. Mm. You don't. So you don't like foie gras. You know what's funny? I'm gonna tell you something because you know, I'm the type of guy I will try everything. Yeah. You know, and my wife and I love escargot, mo, all the kind of exotics. We don't have a problem with. I've tried foie gras three times in my life because I felt like it's something I should like. You should try it, yeah. And one of them was in a two-star Michelin restaurant in the Netherlands. Can't do foie gras. Wow, I love it. Oh. And it's because it's guys like you. Then I said, you know what? I need to go back because I can tell you, I probably haven't tried it now in at least got to be fifteen years. 
So I'll hear a guy like you talk again. You know what? Maybe I misunderstood. Maybe I did. And now I'll, I'll convince Mike. This is why I did it three times. I'll convince yeah. myself to try it again. I'm like, nope, I hate this dish. Why did I try it again? So yeah, I, I, oh man, I, I don't know why. I just oh. all I'm right. So the same way, sweetbread. I'm not a fan. I had, we had it, didn't we, when we went to visit McAuliffe? No, 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 no. Sweet, that's no. no. We had, sweet, we had the, sweet bread is like the pancreas or the yeah, throat. No, no. Or, we, we had, had the bread, bull we balls. had the, the the calf balls. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Mini Rocky Mountain oysters. Yes, yes. Uh, my my grandfather loved all that stuff. My gra- I'm sure Coop's family too. It especially with Italians, like tripe is really tripe? popular. I'm a, tri- I'm a tripe guy. I like tripe. Uh, I like tripe. I like it a lot. Uh, it's been a long time since I've had it. Since my cause my never, grandfather was the only one that would make it. I've never eaten tripe or, or uh, chitlins. Is the pork one? I like it in fall. I like it in fall. Growing up, but I like it in fall. when I've seen it, it just looks like rubber in a dish. Get you get it in the fall. Yeah, really but you can say that about squid. No, calamari. You know? tripe, tripe looks like little pieces of rubber. Yeah, what does calamari look? What's calamari? You know, it's rubber. Same. Yeah. Right? I mean, it is. It's right. It's the texture is what throws people off. Yeah, you gotta uh, what, you gotta what? cook it. You gotta cook it right, and you gotta clean it right. Is like the whole like cleaning it is half the process. Yeah. Apparently, what what a I, what a what a one first hour of KMA talk radio this morning. Took my grandfather out. used to eat. Tripe Every, everybody's either hu- hungry or or like <laughs> or disgusted. disgusted. Yeah, I told you. Yeah, we never have a problem figuring what we're going to talk about. Here. Yeah, yeah. tripe and I bet Coop is a. I bet Coop would get go to a, a deli and get like a tongue sandwich. I feel like tongue. Oh, is oh yeah. Guys. So, I don't yeah. get a whole tongue. No, I like a little bit of tongue with pastrami and and uh, brisket. You just put a, a a little bit on that. You don't. My grandpa used to tongue. make a whole sandwich and then put a slice of tongue on top. I remember. My, he used my to grandmother that. used to make the tongue. She actually used to get the tongue and make it. Yeah. Why would you want to try tongue? Well, it was cheap. Like uh, it's peasant food, Flavor. really. It's, like, it's some, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that's just how you know who who's the first guy that decided to chop the tentacle off an octopus and eat it. You know, somehow, right. somewhere, somebody tasted and said, you know what, this is yeah. pretty good. Lewis Lewis Black has the funniest has the funniest bit where he talks about when when settlers first came to America, they walk up and they see a bear and they go, "Holy shit, what the fuck is that? Oh my god, let's eat it." <laughs> like how did they decide what? To I, eat? I was at Eric Espinosa's Lazona Palooza and they were cutting up the they were doing the pig roast and they were cutting out the pig brains and everything. I didn't. Oh uh, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, so, who knows? So different. The brains, than, yeah. the eyes, people love. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Paul. It's like you said. Yeah. You know, somewhere along the lines, some caveman, you know, burnt. Meat by accident, right. you know, and, and ate it. Oh, it's better. It's <laughs> like, oh, you know, maybe we I can should eat do this. this. Yeah. It's such a strange concept, yeah. though, when you think about it. Hey, take us to the break. All right, guys. More upcoming in hour number two. We're gonna have the final episode of season Ooh. seven, Tale of Tape. Would you rather, of course, always keeping us up to date on what's going on in the cigar industry? Our man Coop will give us the scoop. Don't go anywhere. Keep it and lit. we have a name that Jim. Oh, we do? Okay. Keep it lit. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. 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 
My name is Rafael Nodal from Aging Room and Tabacalera USA. Since I was a little kid, I fell in love with a musical form called Sonata. There are many famous sonatas from fantastic composers and musicians like Beethoven, Liszt, Rasmaninoff, Mozart, and I wanted to have my own sonata. So I dedicated my sonata to Nicaragua, but I didn't write my sonata with musical terms. I composed my sonata with tobacco leaves. I team up with my great friend and tobacco master, Eje Fernandez, and together, together we created these blends. This cigar has subtle notes. It's not aggressive. It has some great flavor, some character, and amazing aroma. So I dedicated my sonata to Nicaragua, the land of volcanoes and lakes. Cheers. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. I'm Steve Green with the Dope to tell you about Smokin's Cigar of the Month Club. Alex, tell our fans out there why our club is the best darn club out there. Absolutely. I'll tell you why. Because every month I personally handpick five premium cigars. No filler, no fluff, no fugazi. These are all premium handmade name brands that you can find in any brick and mortar store in your area. All delivered to your door for $34.95. And our average monthly retail value since the inception of our club has been almost $57. Another great feature about our Cigar of the Month Club, Alex, tell them about the ease of our Cigar of the Month Club. Sure. I'll tell you, I hate subscription services. It's always a pain to cancel them, turn, you know, turning them on. We've made it super simple. All you got to do is log into your account. There's a little green button there. If it's green, you're active. You want to take a break going out of town, simply hit the button and you'll deactivate your membership. Want to turn it back on? The exact same easy process. You can turn it right back on. We've made it that easy for you. Another great feature is our Double Down Club. Alex, tell me about the Double Down Club. We had so many of our members reach out to us, really enjoyed our selections every month. They wanted to know there was a way they can get two. And we've made that very simple. With a simple check mark, you can get double this great selections every month and save $10. Does our club have perks? Of course it has perks. You want to tell them about the perks? As a member of our club, every month there's a special discount code where if you like any of the selections, we will offer them to you so you want to come and get some more, you can get them at a special discounted rate for our Cigar of the Month Club members. And finally, expedited shipping. Tell them how fast we get the stuff out, Alex. We get the stuff out on the 28th of every month. Our membership bills on the 28th, and we get every member's package out on the 28th if it's a shipping day. Five great reasons on what makes Smokin' Cigar of the Month Club the best club out there. Check it out. Peace. Hey, I, uh, I really appreciate you doing the video with me. Thanks. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. I mean, you didn't let me get a word in, but whatever. What? Uh, yeah, well, great, it's perfect. Welcome back, everybody, to hour number two of KMA Talk Radio, episode number 514, broadcasting from sunny South Florida. As always, I'm here with the KMA crew, the man they call the GOAT, William the Scoop Cooper, 
and the Italian scallion. Man, I took your advice, Alex. I not yeah. only went to the bathroom, I filled up my coffee. I got a tissue because I had to blow my nose. And Square I grabbed an Advil because I have a headache. That's your time. That you gotta, yeah. You got to manage your time wisely. Speaking of great. which, we got to get a TGS commercial up and going soon. Yeah, let's get a new. We have that old, but let's. No, no, we need to one. We're going to go on sale in a few weeks or so. It's crazy. Three weeks. I know. I know. I know. What's in three weeks? TGS tickets going on sale, bro. Pretty much. It was the first week in November. November 1st, yeah. Hey, so so am I out? Of TGS, or is it just that Fred Rui? Fred Rui's got my back as a backup. Well, I don't really know because I got a kid what coming. This question. I don't know. We're talking about coming? TGS. I got a kid well, coming. We, I don't know, but you need. To, we need 11. to know like now. Like we need to know. I, listen, as long as it's not the day of the birth, I'm in. Oh, the birth. The birth. February eleventh, she's due. No. We're okay, bro. Listen, we're okay. We almost I've had never the, been on time. But, this is, but listen, 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 listen. We almost had the punt on Michael Herklotz the day before, so I we remember. can we can make it work. I'm not. That's, is Herklotz is Herklotz doing it this year? Of course. Okay, because he's got the because again it's uh he's got the same. Yeah, so he's lying got the uh, Herklotz gets it. Herklotz gets so he's got Herklotz it. Done, yeah. uh, but first it, year, first year, would Herklotz almost didn't make it. I gotta reach out to Kim. I haven't seen her, Kim, at all. She's to uh, I I was texting with her not that long ago. She's around. She's just I don't know. She's living off the uh, off the grid or something. Yeah. yeah. She I I texted her maybe like two months ago. We like chatted briefly about something because there was a picture that popped up. She's around. I mean, she's she's enjoying the country life. Is she still in Florida? I believe so. Yeah, she lives. Well, like she was. She was a few months ago. She's not broke. She's not in the industry. Right? No. Yeah. No. Jeez. No, but we she used to come and have a cigar every once in a while. Yeah. We'd see her, I'd see her in the lounge and run indoors. So yeah, but she moved even further out than me. Like, it's it hard yeah. to she's yeah, out there. She's, yeah, she's on a farm. She's yeah, raising chickens and goats and she's got goats and, and chickens. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I think she may even have a horse. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Wow. You know what's funny? This was actually bought up once, and I had to. Uh, they wanted me to come into the Great Smoke on a helicopter. I said, absolutely, positively not. You've never been in a helicopter, right? You no. you won't? Nope. 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 I won't do it either. Nope. I I don't never, have... I would, I would ride tour. in one, but I've never had the never, option, option. Never a tour, never a ride. I mean, if, nope. if I am going up in one for any reason, it's going to be like the evacuation of military helicopters that like holds vehicles and shit and whatnot. I mean, look. When you look at those, like especially the tour ones, man, it's a goddamn fishbowl and a stick with a propeller. Yep, that's yeah, all but... that is. Look, all I know is this statistically: if you look at every mode of transportation, I actually know more people that have died in helicopter personally, helicopter yeah, crash than any other mode of transportation. That alone tells me enough to say there. There's a there's an album. Helicopter. There's an album by a musical artist named Citizen Cope, and the title of the album is Helicopters and Heroin. And basically, helicopters and heroin never fare well for celebrities. I'm telling you, man, the course <laughs> of my life, I yep. can count on more than one hand the amount of people that I personally knew that died in helicopter crashes. Wow. Yeah. I mean, the- I my my old boss was a very wealthy man and the house next to his we used to see it all the time like if I would go there early in the morning to pick something up before we went into work I mean I'm talking like 
60 he lived in like a 60 million dollar house the house next to him has had a helipad and his neighbor commuted into manhattan every single day he had a personal helicopter pilot and you'd see the freaking helicopter land in their backyard and he would take him to work every day every single day as far as i know that guy's still alive I would skydive and hand glide before I would go in a helicopter. I just have no desire to skydive. I wouldn't do either. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I wouldn't do it. Me neither. I, I'm not. Yeah. I, I'm not. I wouldn't not do it because I mean, maybe now because I have kids, like maybe I shouldn't put myself in harm's way. But I don't, do you drive I ninety five? Very rarely, but you it drive ninety five most... in in December through. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you might drive through April. Drive there's, <laughs> there's a statistic that says that 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 our stretch of I ninety five is the most dangerous stretch of highway in America. I'm sure it is, without a doubt. You yeah. know that I don't know if this is still true because it's an old statistic, but you know that mili- uh, Okeechobee and military trail and military, yeah, one of the deadliest intersections in the country. Wow, yeah, number one yeah. in our state. Yes. Wow. Yeah. It's 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 an eight lane road, and it's right where all the bars are, and everybody's getting out drunk two, three in the morning, and the nightlife and shit. And there's there's shopping centers on all four corners that people are coming in and out of, and yeah, deadliest intersection in Florida. Wow. You know it's danger when you see the headless driver. You just see the hands, and no doubt it's that old lady who's. Oh like, gosh, <laughs> the like, headless oh, driver, man. Yeah, yeah, like, like, stay away from this lady. You know, you know, Petra's driving now, and whatever she's only got her lights, whatever. But like, I literally tell this: I don't care how old you are, as long as you're in Florida. Whenever you get near this intersection, I want every warning light, every voice in your head to go off. I don't care what time of day it is. You yeah. need to be just totally conscious going anywhere near this intersection it's bad paul you mentioned i-95 i agree with you that is as dangerous a road as i've seen that last like 60 miles you thought i was kidding when i oh god especially miami yeah about risking his life i-95 you risk your life every time you go on it holy cow yeah literally it's not even a joke all right that being said it's time to test your musical acumen. Done this week by our man, Alex Tavella. We switched up this week. I had to run out early yesterday. My parents came to town. We're going to see how good you are at naming this jam. Brought to you by the fine folks over at Avo Cigars. Before we hit this, I, I just need to verify this comment that I just came across during that playback. Okay. Yeah. Matt Michaels. Yeah, Kobe. Are you telling us that the plane crashed in your backyard? Wow. Because that's huh. just wild shit crazy if I'm understanding this comment correctly. Wow. It, that is wild if that's the case. Wow. I mean, that's right. just wild shit crazy. Yes. Yeah. But I just caught that during like what? what? Wow! Is he in? All right, he Alex, in Cali? The obviously yours. Uh, I don't know. I I may have about a half mile from his house. It's crazy. Yeah, it's um, I may have went way off the rails on this one. I, I don't know. Oh, this may be. This may be. You'll know it afterward. But you out of tune. I out of touch. Out of out of. Nah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's good, but it it, it, it might be easy for some. I don't know, but it, I I don't know. 
take it away, Paul. All right. Is that, is, that, is, that, is that from Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? That's what it sounds like. So it sounds very Maybe. familiar. Yeah. Is that Soggy Bottom Boys? Could be. Wow. What's everybody so else not, saying? It's, it's actually, it, it's Soggy Bottom Boys was the band. It's actually the man of constant sorrow. All right. So I wasn't that off the rails. I wasn't that off well, the rails. You, got, listen, you, know, you have to understand. It. You have to understand. Okay. Back in the day when everybody was pirating DirecTV, you know, so you had every channel on DirecTV possible. And, you know, they had that, they had that pay-per-view, you know, they yeah. had those pay-per-view, but when you pirate it, you get them all, right? So, right. you know, when they have a new movie release comes out, like, oh, brother, where art thou? It's like on six different channels starting like every half right, an hour. On, like every hour, yeah. yeah. I think, oh, brother, where art thou? Stayed on my TV for like two to three weeks straight. Like, I never changed the channel. I came home wherever it was in the, that part of the movie, I watched it. I like, I memorized it almost line by line <laughs> at one point. I had watched it because that goes down as one of my all-time favorite movies. The writing in that is the most exceptional really? writing. I've never oh, seen God. it, but I own oh, the it's album. such a great movie. The, but dialogue, I the, the dialogue in great that movie too. is some of the most brilliant dialogue I've Clooney, ever right? seen. Clooney, right? Yes, my opinion, yep. one of his best performances. I'm a, I'm a Dapper Dan man. Dapper Dan man. All right. Let's see the reveal. What a geological oddity. You're two weeks from everywhere. I mean, I used to have every fucking line memorized yep. from that movie. Alright. I, I gotta tell you, that was... Uh, we lost Alex. I, got, I gotta tell you, that was a... Uh, that was a hell of a pull for a song. That was a good one. That was a hell of a pull. It, I, it was very familiar, though. I I just didn't. I didn't Until know. You, it, when but. you said "Oh, brother," then I gave it away. I did. I was. I heard this. I'm like, "What is this?" And then, "Oh, brother," gave it away. Bonafide. <laughs> He's bonafide. Our daddy got hit by a train, dude. I'm telling you, I for like six months, I was repeating every line of that movie nonstop. That's I didn't funny. know if it may be maybe a little too. It was a stretch, man. But like you got, you got literally a guy. Like I literally watched that movie yeah. three weeks straight, nonstop. You got lucky with Abe. Yeah, yeah a lot of, a lot of, the, a lot of the uh, viewers got it too. Yeah, that's true. I, I saw like five or six people got it right away. I mean, if you didn't know the movie, you would have never, never got it. Michael, we answered that before we started. We had to switch because I didn't have time yesterday because my parents are in town. So we switched up. I will be doing the Would You Rather and because. Doing the tail of tape requires a little time and effort and cutting and getting it to our video guy. And my parents were in town and I kind of had to run out early. Is that who was in your office when, when we were meeting? When I heard talking yeah, right, about dad dad your dad? Yeah, my mom and dad were sitting right here, both of them. Oh, okay. I thought it might have been him, but I was like, I don't think they're here. Yeah. Would they ever move full time to Florida? Uh, uh, my dad, My dad would. I don't think my mom could. She just likes uh, it too much up there. So, yeah. uh, my mom needs more of an infrastructure. So right. there's really nothing here. You know, my dad would just, my dad could literally hang out with the guys in the shop 24 hours a day, all day. And, yeah, yeah, that's where he'd be. Be all occupied, right. you know, but my mom needs a little bit more of an infrastructure. So right. Um, I think at her age, she's not starting over again. So unfortunately, I think these guys are going to live in cold weather for a very, very long time. My parents are building another another house now, and they'll be here full time after this year. 
so they're building another house out. down here. Yeah, they're they're building another house like a block away. They have like one of those villas that's like a kind of like a vacation home up in Vero Beach, but they like around the block from it in the same development, they're building like a freestanding house because they want to be here full time. So is that going to end your Long Island summers now? No, because <laughs> Steffi's family, Steffi's mom is still up there. So we'll be there. I mean, I, yeah, I yeah, debated. Daniel, whose who's hut did you stay in last time? Didn't you stay in somebody's hut last time? Or? A hut? What? what I didn't stay in a hut. What, I stay in a like a bungalow? Why weren't you in a bungalow? Yeah, or you were in like a hut. Somebody's hut in the back. What the a hell beach? are you talking you about? You were in a beach house or something. You were in, like, like, yeah, yeah, somebody's like... Dude. No, I, I, I mean, we, we have friends that live out in the Hamptons, so we've stayed in their houses when they're not there. So you, like, you showed us around. It was like a, it was like a pool house or something you were staying in. I don't know what the hell it's you're on, talking about, bro. It's on KMA. I'll pull it up. Like, yeah, you were staying in a place you us, right? It was like in somebody's pool house or something. So, <sighs> well, anyway, I'll look back. Anyway. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at all the, the, the old brother where our, our quotes are coming up now. But here's a question you guys got to help me once again, memory fail on my part. So, you know, there's certain lines like you could say that I, I know from a movie, like, you know, come on in, the water is mighty fine, which is from Old Brother Where Art Thou. But I said this phrase the other day and I couldn't remember, but I felt like it was known from a movie or it's a famous phrase. And I tried Googling it. I couldn't find any specific reference to where this may have been. Now, this just could be a common term. And just be used throughout everything. But for some reason, in my gut, I feel like this is a, a, a famous phrase from a movie. Give, it, give us the damn phrase, will you? Yeah, yeah so seriously. I'll come out. I, it, it ends in somebody's name, but it's like, well, she's, a she's, she's a butte. She's a butte, Clark? She's a butte, Clark. Yeah, yeah. she's a butte, Clark. Yeah. What well, the that, fuck yeah. is that from? It's from oh, Christmas yeah. Vacation. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How's that, Eddie? I, I How's that, Eddie? Yes, I, I knew there was a name at the end of it. I couldn't remember the name, but I yeah. tried Googling, you know, ca, you know, phrase, she's a beaut, and I got no reference to a movie or a show, but I knew it was, and this bothered me for like a week. She's a beaut, Clark. Clark. She's a beaut, yeah. Now, Fubar has been used in like a dozen movies. We had this argument before, literally. I think the first use was Tango and Cash, but it's literally been used like in a dozen movies. Yeah, she's a beaut, Clark. There you go. Thank you, Paul DeGracco. You've eased a little pain in my daily existence. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be another one. <laughs> those those kinds of references I can I get. Comedies, I'll I'll usually get them. There you go. All right, Alex, you want to do a little uh known for? Yeah, we could do a couple rounds of known for. Yeah, so yeah. we, got, we got a few minutes for a coop. Let's do a couple rounds of no for. So for this known for, we're actually I've pulled a few of our picks from uh, our tale of the tape lists 10 through 2. Nice. So I don't think we'll get to all of them, but I picked for each of you, I've picked from your list for you, <laughs> including Paul, picked from your list as well. Oh, God. But uh, so we're going to start with Coop. Cooper's pick for uh, Dirty Harry. And Coop, oh, gosh. You're known for is. Clint Eastwood. Man. See, you would think that that one would be easier, but it's harder. So if anybody doesn't remember Known For, what we do is I go to the IMDB website, and every actor or actress has a section there that they're Is Coop, is Coop the only one answering this? So Coop gets... He gets... It's his turn. It's his turn. Until Coop he misses. Gets, he gets three strikes. 
when, right. when he after his second strike, he can ask for a date. After that, you guys can get a steal off of Coop. You only get one strike. So Cooper, okay. you are Clint Eastwood. Right. So Dirty Harry. Incorrect. Oh my oh, God. Wow. I have to take notes during this game. See, I don't know if they do it like the the newer movies first. Uh, Unforgiven. Unforgiven. Unforgiven is correct. That's one. Okay. Okay. Why is my drawer in a big blank here? You are blanking. I mean, there's some movies. I'm blanking out on this one today. I'm I'm trying. I'm just, I'm, I'm probably thinking too much on this one. Can he get years yet? We only, got 30, got, we only got 34 minutes left in the show, Coop. He's got to get uh, one more wrong before he gets yours. Uh, Cooper with the big blank. Cooper's usually the guy. I'm doing, I'm, yeah, I just kind of phrase. I just kind of like froze out today. I should notice one. There's, a, there's, a, uh, there's one. I'm just the name. I'm, I'm just my age is coming in because there's a name that movie. It's. Yeah, you, Grand you Torino. Have... Grand Torino. That's the one I'm thinking of. Grand Torino is correct. Yes. Okay. Of course that one's on there. Okay. Two more. No, I'm out. Damn it. That was the only guess I had. Oh, wait, I have another one. We should set a clock on this. Somebody's calling yes, clock. Seriously. You got a minute. Oh, that's Koopa. A uh, million dollar baby. Correct. Okay. One more, Cooper. Pulling him out of your ass. That's the one that's going to You know, tough. he's not drawing a blank, though, because he, like, I want to be in his head right now, because Coop is, you see, like, all the, the hamsters on the wheel now. There's stuff <laughs> going on in there. Pink Cadillac. Incorrect. Okay. You have one guess left. Your year is 1995. Oh, I know it! It's not Heartbreak Ridge. Incorrect. Nah, it's 95. It's earlier than that, yeah. All right, Abe, you, you get one shot out of steel. Fuck. 1995. Oh. Was it that movie he played the Secret Service agent with Rene Russo? With I John Malkovich? I know. I can't, remember, I can't remember the name of the movie. 1995. I think I got it. I think I got it. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I'm going to be wrong and then look like an idiot because that's what I do. You're hyping it up. Yeah. I was. Play clock is on, Abe. You got a minute. Yeah, I was going to go way earlier. I was going to do um, the good, the bad, and the ugly, but 1995 now throw me off. Oh, I, I, it's, it's kind of one that's complete. Yeah, I know. Now I know what it is, I think. Ten. Was it, oh, it was in the line of fire. A incorrect no, pulse no, for the steel. I, I never got. I, I, is it Space Cowboys? Incorrect. Oh. The, bri- the bridges of Madison County. Oh. Yeah. Oh. All right, we are moving on to man. Abe I figured here. Space Cowboys was a good movie. It's I feel like nobody that. gives it its shot. It's Hoops such a great lead. movie. All right, Abe, you should be able to rattle off a few of these. Your is Denzel Washington. Oh. 
Another one because there's so many. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to think of the one first off he won the Oscar with Halle Berry that same year. Give me a second. Fuck. Putting a goddamn timer on you people. I'm yes, fuck, man. I can't remember the names. Oh my god! I only so can name think of one. That, I only can think of one that maybe you're known for though. I can't remember the one he won the Oscar for. I'm guarantee you that's got to be on there. I know what the newer um, one would be. Uh, was it uh the football one? Remember the Titans? Incorrect. Oh. Um. <laughs> fuck me, man. All right. It's, uh, life sucks when you don't have was Google, it, man. Okay, was it was American Gangster on there? Incorrect. Oh, now let me let me give you some years. You have 2001, 2002, 2010, 2016. Your clock starts now. Man on fire. Incorrect. Wow, I zeroed out that. Paul, you're up. You Flight. A minute. Incorrect. Cooper. Really. Book of Eli. Correct. That's one. Ah, uh, oh, I like that movie too. Is that the one that's all black and white? No, but it's one where he's blind. Why people have asked if there, I've huh? named my son after that. Why Come on, Coop. You... While Coop is thinking, how many people rewatch that movie to try try to oh. catch him like not being blind? Coop, you got it. You got, <laughs> got one. The hurricane. The hurricane. Incorrect. Wow. wow. All right, give it to us, Alex. You're missing Training Day. That's a movie I was trying to think of. Oh, Training Day. You're missing Antoine Fisher and Fences in 2016. I wouldn't have gotten oh, that was, oh, That's a hard one. Fences. That was a hard yeah, one. I wouldn't have gotten Flight's that not on there? Training, training Day, I should have known. King Kong. Malcolm X? Malcolm X was now Malcolm X was probably. Is Training Day, what? which one did he win? That's the one with the Oscar, yeah. Really? Was yes. it Malcolm X? No. Paul, you're Malcolm up. I, that was it, I, I don't know. How the hell is mine going to work? Yours work by the voice actors. Your first one is Don Rickles. Oh, Jesus. Oh, okay. So for uh, Casino. Correct. Kelly's Heroes. Correct. He's not really been in a lot of movies. He used to. But these are all the old ones that dad loves. Four movies he's been in. Oh. Yeah, me too. Casino, Kelly's Heroes. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, shit. I gave it one. I, I now, think. how long do I have? A minute? You have 30 seconds. Left. Outside of Casino, I can't tell you who, who the fuck Don Rickles was. The Aristocats? Would that, Aristocrats? Would that be on there? Aristocrats? Incorrect. Uh, mm. Would his documentary on his life be on there? The Do Don Rickles. That's too incorrect. You, you have 1995 and 1999. 30 seconds. Toy Story. Now. Correct. And what was the other one? 1995 and what? 1999. Toy Story 2. Correct. Paul Sweep. Wow. Good job. Good job. And then he Paul died. Sweeps. So they, they, he died. wasn't around. Oh no, he didn't die. That's right. He just he died. died so he was in ago. all of them. He died a few years ago. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking of the guy that played Slinky Dog. What was his name? The the guy that played Ernest. What uh, Jim Varney. He died, and they had an imitator, like a, an impressionist, do his voice. Do we want to do one more Dog. round? We got time for one more round. Yeah, news yeah. is very short this week. All right. All right. I feel like so, Coop says that every week. We're back no, to Cooper. It was the most boring week of news ever this week. 
We're back to Cooper. Cooper, your pick is Gene Hackman. Ooh. Superman. Incorrect. Wow, really? French Connection. Correct. Okay. French Connection 2. Incorrect. So, your dates are 1974, 1992, and 2001. Mississippi Burning. Incorrect. Abe, for the steal, you have... Hoosiers. Incorrect. Oh, gosh. Paul. Enemy of the state. Incorrect. Oh, really? I thought that so was the 95 one. Or you guys it? missed. Hoosiers being a true story and beyond the, yeah, the conversation, yeah. 1974. Don't even know Unf- that movie. Unforgiven. Unforgiven. And the Royal Tenenbaums. Oh, the Royal Tenenbaums. Oh, my God. I love that movie. Uh, uh, right. Hoosiers should have been on there. I'm calling boycott. <laughs> yeah. All right, Abe. You have Liam Neeson. Oh, taken. Incorrect. Really? Odd. Holy yes. fuck. Clock is running. Thirty seconds. Oh, I gotta get zoomed in on eight. Twenty five seconds. I, I can't even think. I can't even think of fucking any other Liam Neeson movie right now. Liam Neeson's weird. He's one of those guys that you know him, but when it comes to thinking about his movies, um, you're missing a huge one. I have none. Uh, five seconds. Look, I, um, all right. Hold on. Book, on. book. Shit. All right, that's an incorrect book, answer. Book now, I'm. I'm gonna give you the. I'm gonna give you the dates. You get the dates now because you have two the incorrect. Star Wars: Phantom Menace wasn't it? No. Um, you have 2000. Well, you have 1993. Maybe that's a giveaway. 2004, 2010, and 2011. You're 30 seconds. <laughs> Schindler's <laughs> List? Correct. Okay. That's the big one. That's the big one. You're down to 2004, 2010, 2011. Jesus Christ. And you can only get one more wrong answer. We need Jeopardy music. I I, I, I'm, I have a hard time even fucking thinking of his fucking movies. Me too. 15, 15 seconds. Uh, I can't think of another movie with a minute. Five, four, three, two, one. Abe times out. Paul, for a steal, anything? I got nothing. Paul's he got nothing. The Cooper. Movies. Phantom Menace. I Incorrect. said that. Yeah. Oh, you did? So you, so you have uh, Kinsey in 2004. Fucking don't. Never even heard of that movie. The A-Team <laughs> in 2000. Uh, good, it's a movie. Oh, movie. Jesus. Was the A-Team really fucking the, on there? The A-Team yeah. and, and The Gray, uh, which I never heard of. Oh, that's some bullshit. How can, yeah. how could Taken have not been on there? I agree. I agree. Don't I oh, agree. this is a bullshit game now. This is becoming now a bullshit game. This is, <laughs> I mean, that's based on IMDb, game. man. It's, it's based, based on IMDb. Taken, do we know what this is based on IMDb? Because it's, Taken no, has we, to be literally the number one movie that dude's known for in the I world. Don't know. Uh, I, I agree. Don't know. 
Um, Paul, you are up. All right. And uh, yours is Tim Allen. Movies is hard. Remember, it doesn't have to be movies and TV. IMDb is TV as well. Oh, Oh, it is. Well, so uh, what's uh, Home Improvement? Correct. Uh, Toy Story. Correct. I feel like that movie where he played the the actor, he uh, where he's a fake, like he's like a Star Trek actor is on there, but I, I cannot remember the name of it. Toy Story 2 is on there, I'm sure. Incorrect. What the hell else is Tim Allen in? I got one. I got one too. Uh, Probably Coop and I got the same one. Yeah. Toy, Toy Story 3? Incorrect. Who's not on there? I was like, you're right. Your dates are 1994 and 1999. 30 seconds clock is running. 1994 and 1999. I, I can't think of another movie that this guy's in. Shocking, actually. Shocking that I can't think of it. Yes, it's one of those and that I'm going to be like, "Oh my god, of course!" All right, seconds. pass it on. Pass it on. Pass it pass on. It All on. right. So, Paul Coop, you you get to start the steal. Santa Claus. Correct. Oh damn it! Yes. Oh, such a good movie. One more. Santa Claus two. Incorrect. Abe. Ooh. The one that Paul was thinking, Galaxy Quest. Yes. Correct. Uh, Correct. And it's a good movie too. I just couldn't think of the name of it. Honestly, I, like I wouldn't have thought movie. of it. You gave it to me. Ah. But Santa Claus was my one in the in the. And the, the Santa game. Claus is. I, we we watch it every year. We love that. Yeah. All right, so here's the deal. We have a tie. Abe, no Abe kind of fell short on this one. It's six for Coop, six for Paul. So we're gonna wow. do a, a lightning round, real quick between Coop and Paul. Winner take all, and it's gonna be with one of my picks. From Tale of no, the Cape. forget it. I'm not gonna. We're gonna go back to Cooper. Cooper. Bruce Willis. Oh. Die Hard. Correct. Does it go to Paul now? Is it the whole death? ten yards? Oh no, it goes to Paul. No, incorrect. That's okay. it. Now, Paul, you get, you get, you got a name. You got a name. Two to win, or one to tie. Uh, the Sixth Sense. Correct. Oh, God. What, the Fifth Element. Incorrect. Ah. We're still tied at 7-7. Seven, seven. You should just go one and one back and forth till they miss. We could do that. We could do that for this round. All right. Next up is one of my picks again. Sudden Death. Sudden Death. If Paul misses the first one, Coop has to name it to win. Or what yep. vice versa. All right, so Paul is up because Coop went first last round. Paul, Tom Hardy. I have no fucking clue. Oh, really? Can't can't think of a movie he's in. I don't even know who he is. Oh my god. Cooper, Tom give me Hardy. something. Inception. Correct. Cooper for the win. Cooper hey, wins. I gotta Google Batman? him. I don't know who is he, he is. Is he on Batman? Tom Hardy Batman? Dark Knight Rises, yes. How about uh, um, Lawless? Lawless is not up there. Really? Eh, it's oh, a little right. under the radar film, but one of his best films for sure. Under the radar film, none, none, not more than some of these other fucking movies I've seen him put up there. I know. All right. Oh, so what's the other? What's, well, I wouldn't be able to go after hey, Dark Knight. Hey, what's the other one? What's the other? That's not on here. 
the brothers where he plays the twin yes, brothers. Yes, where he plays both guys. What was gangsters. that? that oh, was yeah, it was such movie. a great movie. And he played both parts. That was an yes. awesome movie. Yes. I can't remember the name. It was a great movie, Brutal Gangsters in London. I can't remember yeah. the name. Wow. I mean, I know who he is looking at him now, but Le- I- legend, legend, legend. Legend. Yeah, legend. great movie. Great movie. All right. Well, that was uh, this edition of Known For. Uh, All nice right. job, Coop. The floor is yours, my man. It's time for the scoop with Coop. The Scoop with Coop. Breaking industry news. Hear it first on KMA Talk Radio and cigar-coop.com. Coop, what's going on? This was the absolute most boring week of news ever. I'm I'm not lying. time ever. Everything was, (laughs) all the news stories were now shippings. And maybe a couple of single-store releases. But, all right, I tried to pick out a few things. And then there was one FDA story. So, um, first up, uh, Ferry Otago has uh, announced they are shipping the 2023 editions of Elegancia and Generoso. So, those are annual limited edition cigars made by Ferry Otago, the company owned by uh, Michael Herklotz and Bernard Scott. Um, these are not new releases, but they do they do them every year, and the idea is to try to keep the they don't change the blend or anything with it. Uh, and Elegancia is being made at the Casada factory. Generoso is being made at the uh, Placencia factory. The interesting thing about this is they launched this series in 2021. They had it again in 2022, and they have it this year. This year the pricing was twenty three dollars a cigar. Last year it was twenty two dollars a cigar. And the year before that was $21 a cigar. Are we seeing a trend? Are you seeing a trend? Yeah. Let's see what happens if it's going, if it's out in 2030 is what I was wondering. Very so that, that is, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So that was that. Oh, are, we, are we not putting up pictures, Paul? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. I've been saying, oh, yeah, oh. I'll make sure I send them to both of you guys going forward, actually. I've been saying them to Alex. Well, they're in there. They're, no, they're in there. I just don't have it. Okay. Which one was okay. it? It was the, sorry, I was doing something. Very <laughs> take. Yeah, I think mean, this is a very riveting story. So there they are. Uh, the difference is it's hard to see in that photo, but um, the footer band says 2023 on it. Yes. So you'll be, you'll be able to tell it. Those boxes are humidors. You can reuse those boxes as humidors. Well, I like that. Uh, Yep. So Always an anticipated release. Uh, I, I like by the way, I like both of these cigars too. They they're I, excellent. Absolutely. I, one yes, by Casada, one by Placencia, right? Yep. The, yep. The Elegancia on the left is by Casada. The Generoso on the right is by Placencia. So uh they're annual ones, they're hitting the stores. Alrighty. Um next story is uh this is a, um if you are we have our STG release of the week. Okay, um this this is actually also a re-release. Uh, this came out last year. It's back this year. This is called the. <laughs> this is called the Diesel Sideshow. Okay, and yeah, and <laughs> so basically they have uh, a sampler of seven uh, vitolas, each of the same blend, um, and they're just kind of unusual shapes. Uh, the thing, these these names. I'll just read the names off. Uh, Going from left to right, Frog Boy is the first one. Pinhead is the second one. The uh-huh. Two-Headed Nightmare is the third one. Bearded Lady is the fourth. 
Elephant Man is the fifth. The Bohemian Twins are the sixth, and Strong Man is the seventh. Uh, the I like the Elephant 90. Man one. Is it all lumpy? It's kind of yeah. If you look at it, kind of looks like that. Yeah. Wow. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They did so. Yeah, there's some Barbara Pole type stuff. If you're really into it, it's uh, it has a uh, Ecuadorian uh, rapper, Mexican binder, and Nicaraguan fillers. Uh, made by AJ Fernandez. Um, and you can buy that for ninety nine ninety nine if you are want to have a sideshow sampler. So there you go with that one. Alrighty then. It's the natural progression of when you run out of ideas. Yep. The elephant man cigar. (laughs) (laughs) Keep it rolling, Um, Keep it rolling. All right. The third thing is uh, La Aurora is actually this week on, um, it was, I believe, on Monday they celebrated their 120th anniversary officially. Um, They had announced, they had actually at the trade show launched a La Aurora 120th anniversary line. Now they are adding to it uh, a limited edition, a La Aurora limited edition. Um, it's in this iconic preferito shape, which is like that perfecto. It's a little hard to see in the picture, okay? But the cool, th- what the interesting thing about this is that is a. Like They're a, reinventing like a, the tuba. It's a it's reinventing the tuba, but but it's hinged. So instead of right. uh, what happens, you you pull it down, kind of. Right. And it's hinged oh, and inside. Cool. It is kind of cool. Uh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's basically the the, the preferito number one size, which is six by fifty eight perfecto, which is one of their most famous sizes. Um, and they're gonna do a twenty five hundred box run of ten count boxes, and you could pay forty dollars for this cigar if you want to celebrate the one hundred twentieth uh, edition of La Aurora. The problem is you can never use that again because it's made exactly to size for that cigar. Yeah, well, that's all their preferito tubos. You know, we had a whole discussion on my show about this. I keep these stupid coffins and tubos. I don't know why I do. I have a box. Eh, yeah, a lot of people do. A lot of yeah, people do. Yeah. And they are nice. Yeah. It's cool looking. It'd be nice yeah. if you could reuse it. Yeah. You know what I just thought of? I'm I'm logging in this trade market right now. Scra- since Elephant Man Cigar just gave me the idea. A Scrapple Cigar. Shut the fuck up! Thank you. Well, don't give anyone the industry ideas. (laughs) Yeah, right. You got some legal news? You got some legal news? Yeah, last thing is, um, about six months ago, the FDA announced a program where uh, they were going to try and... They're proposing regulations on tobacco manufacturing facilities. Um, And yes, that would include factories outside of the U.S. How could they do that? They, they totally if you want to bring it in if, if you, you want to bring it in, in they'll tell you if we don't let you in you can't import it yeah right they right. they do it with uh, other yeah they do it with other things by the way yeah um so yeah they uh, you don't want to let them in then fine you we won't let you import it is, is kind of what they're gonna say uh so that yeah that was and and it's by the way it's a it's another terrible thing if, if companies had to go through this right uh so basically they was when whenever they put a regulation out there, they propose a regulation. There's a period where you have um, six months to comment on it, um, and that's part of the regulation thing. And you remember the whole thing with the lawsuit was that they said the FDA ignored a lot of the comments. So that's that was one thing that happened with the uh, with the whole deeming rule. But this is something separate. And the thing is that the uh, the PCA and the CRA both submitted their comments 
just at the deadline this this week. So um, our industries are basically so yeah. The comments were basically saying we don't agree with it. You know what is it they're trying gonna, to do? What do you mean? Essentially, they, they want to regulate factories. They want to have. I know, but yeah, they, they, they want to tell. What, they want, what did they did they say? What they want to regulate exactly? They want to look to make sure ingredients are safe. They want to make sure that you can. They they want to implement something called traceability. Like, so if you're using something from a particular batch, you could trace it back to a particular batch, things like that. Um, so it's a lot of stuff uh, that would that would be regulated with that. You know, safety procedures, these, all that. These type cigars of stuff. were made in a facility that had peanuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah and an in, right. and an ingredients list. Right. Yeah, um, I actually in my years ago, I I worked on traceability systems for the FDA and pharmaceutical. It's an expensive, a very intensive and expensive process. It would knock a lot of factories out of business. Yeah, it would knock. (laughs) The bigger factories are probably doing it already. Sure. It would knock all these small factories out of business. There you have it. There you got it. That's an exciting week of news this week. (laughs) All right. Always check out our man, William Cooper, for up-to-date stories and events at cigar-coop.com. Am I talking? Can you guys hear me? Because am I? Yeah, I can talking? hear yes. you. We hear you. We gotta send a text. We're having some issues. Everybody's freezing up. But we I'm trying to see if it's freezing on the broadcast or just freezing. No, it's, 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 it's the broadcast. Oh, I only see Abe. Good. I only see Abe frozen. Yeah. Yeah, it's you're just good, Abe. Though. Keep talking. So weird. All It'll right. Come back. It just randomly pop back. I'm gonna I'm gonna hop off when we do the intro for our next segment, the final episode of season seven, Tale of Tape, coming up right now. Shit. Duh. I'm just realizing that's a that's a fairly young picture of Coop in that. Yeah, there's not there's not a lot of pics out in the wild. I think that's Coop's <laughs> professional. That that was uh it has to be before 2018. That's when I started wearing the glasses more. Possibly, possibly. So yes, uh we are on to the grand finale and now I am also frozen. This is just delightful. But well, I why don't continue. I play the recap? I don't continue to keep talking. Yes. So we have, I'll pop in it and for some reason, mine's comes back, but we have actually a recap video of our 10 through two picks that, uh, Paul is going to play for us now. And I'll unfold Hold on. Right. Yeah. Oh, good question. Good question. Yeah. Are you guys all using Google Chrome? Yes, you yeah. have to. You have to. Okay. I think it's a Google Chrome issue, not a StreamYard issue. Possible. It, it, it could be why, because your Google Chrome was completely frozen, right? Locked up. Like I had mine. to, yep, I had mine to force put it. I, but you can't use other browsers. Mm. Yeah. You might be able to use Fire, uh, Firefox. I think I've used Firefox. Firefox with it. All right. So while we're all still moving, Paul, play the recap. There we go. <laughs> I, I put a lot. Jack Reacher. Brian Mills, Raymond Reddington, Arya Stark, Dietrich Kiddo, 
Ragnar Lothberg, Thomas Shelby, Frank Lucas, Lee. John McLean, Blaine Cooper, Omar, Bill the Butcher, Vic Mackey, Tony Soprano, Forrest Bone Durant, Chong Lee, with no name. John Rambo. Chris Moltisanti. Popeye Doyle. Ray Donovan. Cullen Bahanan. Tony Montana. Paul Kersey, Paulie Walnut, Dirty Harry. As an amateur, can I get a little video production credit? That was pretty good. Very good. Good job. Was that that AI uh, voiceover? Yes. It's got to be. All right. Well, before we go to our number one selections, Alex has yet to get a win. Maybe he'll get one this this week. Probably not. Um, uh, Our fans' polls of our picks last week. uh, In last place was Maui from Moana with uh, 4% of the votes. But he got four percent. I was I was impressed by that. I gotta tell you, for a while it was tied with the man with no name, the dollars trilogy, ten percent of the votes. Uh then Harry Callahan, Dirty Harry, um, with twenty nine percent of the votes, and Bruce Lee with a commanding lead this week of fifty five. I can see that. Yeah, I mean I can't knock that. Fifty five percent of the votes. All right. Now time for our number one picks of TV. Movie tough guy badasses. Who wants to start this last? Take it away, one? Paul. I don't I'll hate Paul's pick. I don't hate his. Pick. I'll just go. He's the he's the uh, he's the temperamental character that was created to do all the things that they couldn't do with Mickey Mouse because Mickey Mouse was seen as an icon and wholesome, and Walt Disney wanted to have a character that did all the stupid things, had a temper, got crazy. It's Donald Duck himself. I don't hate this pick, man. 
I don't hate this pick. This is a de- Mickey uh, Donald Duck was like the Oscar the Grouch of Disney. Yes. <laughs> There's a whole methodology behind why they why he uh why he said they had to come up with other characters outside of Mickey when Mickey was becoming so huge because there were things that people were like, well, Mickey could never do that. And right, and right. Walt Disney, I mean, you know, he didn't create these characters to my knowledge, nor did he create Mickey Mouse, really. Uh, of Iwerks created Mickey Mouse. But he, I think that they, they really wanted to have fun and do things that, you know, Mickey was starting to be seen as an icon. And they're like, well, sh- Mickey Mouse can't, get angry and start smacking people around. And that's why Donald was created. And he did a good job. Again, I don't, I don't hate this pick. No, I don't it's know. It's not if bad. I like, Pe- over... I still like, I, like I peg like Pete. Sort of... I agree. Coop. I think peg like Pete was the guy. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll jump in from here. So my number one pick, no surprise actually stems from my number one mafia movie of all time. And that is Nikki Santoro from Casino. Nobody was going to muscle Nicky. Nicky was the muscle. I mean, this guy was as badass as they come. Epic scenes, epic dialogue. You know, not only was he the badass, tough guy, gangster, he also gave us this epic scene. (laughs) (laughs) After that beats. That has to be the most shown clip on KMA Talk Radio. It's got to be now. And Nikki Santoro is responsible for this scene by beating Don Rickles with the phone, <laughs> along with others. So Nikki Santoro, you had to figure I was going to go with a mop guy. And an epic, and an epic demise as well. And they did him demise. so wrong. They did yes. him so wrong. Went the way, same way he lived. Cooper, um, Tony Soprano, love it. Uh, you know, it, when when he I know he was a little lower in yours, uh, Alex, but when he the scene where he took his daughter on the college trip and he uh, that guy, he went after uh, the rat. Yes. Um, he choked that guy with the chicken wire. I, I he hit one from me at that point right there. Um, and I tell you what, even even those scenes in the psychi- uh the psychologist's office, he 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 would he would hold his ground. He'd get tough in there with her as well. So um, Tony Great. Soprano. Great pick. I'm actually glad I found this picture because that was all three guys that landed on your list. Tony, yep, Chris, yeah. and, yep. and oh, Tony yeah. Uh, I mean, this is such an iconic show for me. Uh, I could have done a top 10 with the whole show. Yeah. I so. just rewatched the whole season again a, a couple weeks ago. I finished it. But yeah, I, dude, I've probably watched the whole season through at least six times now. I love it. Yeah. Well, both I mean, those, were, yeah. But both those are worthy picks. I, I kind of just steered away from the gangsters in mind because we had the mobster season sure. and I kind of used it for that. But both those are definitely worthy picks. Mine's kind of anticlimactic because it was one of your picks last week. But this dude is not just, you could pick almost any one of his movies. I just think he's a real life badass just in general. Um, uh, Clint Eastwood in uh, uh, Harry Callahan, Dirty Harry. So that was my number one pick. I was surprised he wasn't Coop's number one. When he came up on number two, I was surprised. It it was a close one. It was a close between those two, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. It was never a question of who one, two was when we even suggested this. Those were the two that came to mind with me. Yeah, yeah, yep. Could pick any movie. So that is our season seven of Tale of the Tape. Top ten tough guys. There's our final picks. Thank you. I love Donald Duck in there. From all of us. Uh, and real quick, we are going long, but in our closing episode of every week of KMA, it's time to find out, would you rather? You're messing me up, Alex. Sponsored by the fine folks at Kirk Cigars. 
this is going to be interesting. The 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 inspiration for this week's pick with things that we just become accustomed to in daily life that we just didn't have. And I think all of us here are old enough to have lived in an era where we didn't have these two items. So it'll be interesting to see what you pick. But if you had the choice of only having one of these for the rest of your life, which would it be? One, the use of GPS. Because I don't know if any of you can remember how we used to get around before GPS. Come on, give us the picks before you give us explanations. Two, the use of a smartphone. Now, you can have a cellular phone. You just can't have the use of a smartphone. No, no, no. So you can't okay, so you I, I see what you're saying. If I oh no smartphone easy. I'm keeping the smartphone. Easy, easy, easy. I don't go a lot of places. Yes. I use GPS every week of my life. I use I, it I don't know about you guys, but I'll use it to like go to a place I know how to get to because sometimes it'll tell me that there's traffic the route and, or like, whatever. No, yeah, I and, and, but... and, and I'm telling you, man, if you can remember the days of Ford GPS where you had to ask somebody, well, how do I get there? Well, you go to I ninety five, you gotta make a left. I mean, I, I it, it's hard to even think that we when used to I live started in driving GPS. when I started I just... driving, we had MapQuest. So, but you'd have the printout next to you, so you yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you're like okay. driving, Map you're like, is this point four miles? MapQuest was new for I drove without nothing for at least for at least six years, five years. I, I'd have listen, I rely on GPS every day, but I drive so infrequently now. I gotta say, I gotta say, I could not, I don't think I can live. Every aspect of business I'm involved in is on the smartphone. Like my day job, my business, my everything that I do is on the smartphone. Forget, forget, forget work. Take work out of the equation. Just you're retired now. Nah, still. I mean, the, I use the internet on my phone much more um, than I use GPS. I, if you look, when I look at my screen time on my phone, I'm depressed at how often I'm on it. I don't well, think I could live without. I I have to go without GPS. My wife will laugh at this because she thinks I'm so dependent on GPS. But I I I would rather go without GPS. I, so my wife could attest to this. I have I have no need for a GPS. You can you can give me any pinpoint in the country and I'll find a way to get there. Um so so without that I, I can let the GPS nice road truck. I can let the GPS go, yeah. Yep. So this is like I was gonna I was originally gonna say GPS or social media, but I thought social media would be too easy to give up. I think everyone you know, I think the natural tendency is there's always that point you want to give up social media. It's, it's just annoying. Yeah, I thought social media will be yeah. too easy. Well, that's this yeah. week's episode of Would You Rather. We hope we entertained you for a few hours this Saturday morning. Thank you for sharing your Saturday morning with us. And hopefully uh, you enjoyed it. We'll be back next week. Until then, everyone, keep it lit.